3SFX presents the Hindu Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where drive time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. Courtney Florence Hinton Allen, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I am well as well. And this is take two, a little peek. Behind. We're going to be peeking behind the scenes throughout this whole entire episode. But um, I'm just now realizing like I've never actually looked at the transcripts to see how my intro comes out written because I'm pretty sure the AI does not know what Tachaka is. Or, I mean, it says either in do or indoor every time I say in dube. So there's that. So not even close. Not even close. No. Um, however, how I'm doing, uh, just before we started, you asked me if I, like I told you, it was like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we start how things are going because things are pretty ominous outside. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I know. So rem- remember there was a, a couple weeks ago, I may have been maybe a week. It doesn't really matter. But recently you had asked me about had I ever gotten an air quality alert and what it meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we we got one today. And then this is the first time that, that it's ever been like a whole like red flag, like red alarms and just like get inside immediately. Well, okay. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. But yeah. It's. <laughs> It's bad enough that wow. it's actually on my phone, like next to the weather report, like just has like, hey, the air quality is bad, just so you know, like, and it's got a little red icon and everything. And let me see okay. if it's still there. Yeah, um, it's actually gone now, but and it had like a number next to it, which I really didn't know what that meant, even though it would explain. Long story short, there's a fire burning or fires burning in California. Some forests are burning and the smoke plumes have the way that the currents in the air are moving. They're kind of low to the ground. So it's making the air quality here in new England, not so good. And it's going to be that way pretty much for the rest of the night into the early morn. And it just makes everything look for me. The last time I saw the sky and everything that it looked this color this eeriness was actually um one of those times i was in little rock when there was like this huge thunderstorm i think there was even like some kind of tornado or tornadic activity predicted and mm-hmm. i don't know it i i remember ever since i was a child meteorologist talking about how skies can look a little greenish if there's gonna be mm-hmm. some like yeah tornadoes so, or bad weather yeah 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 so it looked a little bit like that but it really it was just very strong haze it was the smell of um i mean for me it's it smelled like you know by by a fireplace you smell some some wood burning everywhere you went outside today and yeah. um and the sunlight basically looked like as if it was a cloudy day and the street lights were on because Ooh. yeah yeah it was it was eerie so that's wild how wildfires in California are affecting you, but like technically wouldn't they 
Oh, Canada. Okay, well, that makes yeah. sense. I could have sworn you said California. Oh, no, okay, no. Okay, because then I was like, well, wouldn't that have affected us first or somebody else right. <laughs> first? <laughs> oh, you know how sense, space and time work. It just, you know, just right. finds a little it, vortex yeah. just to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, no, it's, sense. yeah. And there's some kind of um, Omega block. I really didn't have this on my notes to talk about, but. It did come up today as I was kind of just doing my, you know, rounds just to look at the weather, what to expect mm-hmm. for today. And there's mm-hmm. an Omega block that's happening, which I'm like, oh, where are they coming up with these weather terms? And has this always existed? Mm-hmm. But, and yeah. And I'm trying to figure out now how to explain what an Omega block is because it sounds like a move that like Apocalypse from X-Men would do to someone. Um Oh, I think I'm actually thinking of Darkseid from DC Comics. He has the Omega Beams that he shoots from his eyes, and they could go all jagged and destroy things. Yeah, that sounds more correct, yes. Yes, yes. And then an Omega Block is how he just defends from, you know, Superman punches him or something. So Mm -hmm. I'm making that up. An Omega Block is a weather (laughs) event where where the, um, the jet stream is, like, coming from... Well, I mean, it normally travels in the same direction, usually from the west going to to the east, but it mm-hmm. dips or goes up, like up and through Canada, then comes back down and then kind of curves. It makes like an omega sign. So that's yeah. what's happening. Huh. And it's not really moving. So whatever weather you're currently experiencing, you're probably going to keep experiencing that until it moves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. So that is a weird. very kind of, it, it is a little bit weird. Um, I just was interested that like they had a name for it. I'm like, yeah. I, why? I was like, just as long as it's not a polar <laughs> vortex, but it's June now. So yeah. we shouldn't be having those. Right. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's so wild. All of that is so wild. Yeah. And I didn't intend to give you a full on weather report, but here we are. But mm-hmm. because, you know, because of the skies, I had to talk about it. I'm like, I can't not talk about this because it's weird. It creeps me out just a little bit, which means I probably should have started with. See, I wasn't even ready because, you know, <laughs> just because it me out a little bit. But, yeah. Now I'm to play through, even though I'm done. Actually, no, I'm not. Because we got a sound. Hey, if you're talking, I'm hearing the sound effect. You're hearing the sound effect more than me talking? Yeah, <laughs> I realize yeah. that. Um, I was saying that I probably didn't need to play it because I'm already done talking about my what was actually spooking me out a little bit, mm-hmm. which was the sky. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, well. I, yeah, and then I thought I was like, wait, no, no, because we have uh, got a shout out from the Y Files. Or rather, they shouted yeah. you out specifically. <laughs> they did. It was it was me. Give me yes. all the credit. Thank you. Yeah, so you get all <laughs> of the flowers because you're the one who brought it to our attention that the Y files exist, and mm-hmm. it was it was just such a great surprise tweet. And we thank you for the shout out. Yet we thank you for the content that, and I'm speaking directly to the Y files team because I'm pretty sure it's. I, I know we see AJ and Hecklefish, but I'm pretty sure it's just more than just them. I'm, I feel like he's got a team yeah. that helps him. So Yeah. Thank y'all. That was awesome. Okay. And thank y'all for being awesome. So, yeah. Keep up the great work. We'll be watching. 
Oh yeah, definitely. We will be. Was, has there been any recent videos you've seen lately that you can recall that just to, I don't know, give it another little plug, if you will. <laughs> Not lately, honestly, but that's just because I've, I've been in, into other things. Um, but I, um, the last one I probably saw was, oh goodness. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Mm. Uh, it's not an old one, but oh, shoot, I can't think of it. So yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. I know that there's been some more recent ones that they've, that they've um, put out, but I don't think I've seen them just yet. Okay. I want to say one of the last ones I watched had to do with crop circles, which was surprising to me because it wasn't just about them. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it, it just really want, made me want to like, have you watched this one yet? And, I, and it's like a whole hour long, <laughs> but I, I couldn't wait to uh, like, I kind yeah. of like had to chop it up in pieces to get through it all. But um, because, you know, work or, or just life, just like I'll finish it eventually. But it did get, um, I don't know if it was creepy or just like maybe a little bit more cynical about just uh, the news. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It was good though. Hmm. It was a good one. It was good. I I saw that that one was coming and I haven't watched it yet, but I definitely want to because I love a good crop circle. I do. Mm. But I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear like what, what AJ and Hecklefish talk about with it. Well, we'll definitely probably discuss. Might not be on mic, but we'll discuss. So there's that. Yeah. Sweet. In the meantime, um, I had a, uh, I was going to say glorious weekend. Is that too strong? I don't know. I had a really <laughs> good movie experience because I went to go see Spider-Man into the universe and to across uh, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider- Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. It's wrong. It's wrong. Spider-Man. I mean, you got the okay. It is hyphenated, all right. So you do separate it. So it's not like <laughs> Batman and Superman. So Spider Man. What is, is wrong is, with does you? Does that bother you? Yes. Fix it. Now. Don't like the way I say things. No, I don't. You're wrong. So what are those? Those animals with the long necks that are very tall. What do you call those? Giraffes. Giraffes. I'm about to kick you out of here. <laughs> kick you out. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, you can't forget my favorite because it, it's your favorite kind of pie. It's a pecan pie. You better now. Nah, you better. Mm-hmm. Hate you so much. I got a new one for so you. So much. No. One that I know that I haven't told you before, but now you're 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 not going to be able to unhear it. Penguin. But... That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Stop this madness. But you love this it. Is insane. You love it. Love I don't it. love it. I don't. I actually don't. Stop this anyway, madness. Anyway, Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse was an amazing film. I recently told my barber the way that I would com- um not necessarily compare this film cuz he was he told me that another person told him that it was like the best Marvel movie, like just and not MCU because for reasons, mm-hmm. but like just best Marvel movie. And mm-hmm. and Barbara was like, you mean even like compared to like Winter Soldier? And he and he was like, bro. So I'm like, okay. So I I decided to tell him, like, well, if you want to keep it in the war- the realm of Marvel, then let me put it to you this way. You've seen Infinity War and how that made you feel. 
that's the same. It's on that level where it's like wow. an amazing film, but it's only half because you know that there's a part two coming. So mm-hmm. you gotta, yeah, yeah. So did you only feel the half with this with Spider Man when like with this movie? Is there another one coming? There is another one coming. So next year, Beyond ah. the Spider Verse comes out, ah. and uh, I'm ready. Okay. Because yeah, because I think even it, like you and I, because we saw the first, well, not the first one, we saw Infinity War, and I guess I'll speak for myself, but I was ready. Like, hey, bring on part two. Like, we're here. Let's just do it. Like right now. So, let's just get yeah. it, get this done. Yeah. So I felt the same way after Across the Spider Verse ended. I'm like, I'm already here. Let's let's just keep going. <laughs> Another two hours, whatever. Go. Now, see, I don't think I knew that there was another Spider-Man coming, like another Mm -hmm. movie coming until just now. So that's good to know. Does it end in a way that uh, it's clear, like there's more coming? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, It's like a classic, classic cliffhanger. Like just like, Mm. oh, dun, dun, dun. And then you just have to, you know, deal with it (laughs) because you just have to. Why do they do this? Why do they like this? I mean, they're telling a really great story, and I, I honestly truly mean that because there is so much already in this first part to love. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's genuinely a trilogy because even the way the first one ended, like, okay, I mean, if we don't get any more, I guess we'll we'll deal. But clearly yeah. it 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 picks off. It picks up right from where the last one left off, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes. And then you just meet more spider people, because that is the correct term to call them, because it's just <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Multiple that even spider includes people. Right. That even includes Spider Ham. So, because I guess he's considered a spider person. <laughs> he is. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, uh, but it's great. I truly highly recommend it. The animation is breathtakingly beautiful. I mean, again, if you've seen Into the Spider Verse, it's just mm-hmm. more of that, but built on like mm-hmm. what they already have. It's, it's, it's a great sequel. It's a great movie. And I'm afraid where I'm going to rank it because I don't want to rank it too high, not knowing how it's going to end. And I'm already, I'm yeah. already certain the ending, the like the part three is going to be great. So, yeah, well, I can't I mean, wait part, to see it. And just for clarification, I say part three because I'm including, like, I'm saying it's a whole trilogy. That's yeah. that's kind of what I mean by that. So yeah, just want to make that yeah. clear. So yeah. okay. Well, so, I yeah. can't wait. I can't. I I cannot wait to see it. Mm-hmm. May have to make plans for this weekend. We'll see. No, I mean, hey, do it, do it up. But then again, how do you feel about uh, Transformers? <laughs> Why are you asking about that movie right now? Because because that comes out this weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep it there. Also, mm. I didn't know another one was coming out until I I saw an ad for it yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, what number are we on? Twenty five, seven, or something? Is it really seven? It's seven. Yeah. Or 27. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just... Um, the question uh, The question you should be asking, is this a sequel? Mm-hmm. Is this a prequel? Is this a reboot? <laughs> and I think no. the answer to all three is yes. It's all, all three, yeah. I, this is why I just... I'm not in that world anymore. Like, I like the first couple ones, but then they just kept going, and there was no real reason to. And then so I'm just like, okay, guys, we, we get the message. You're... Or whatever. Just what's happening? Why are we still... And so 27 installments later, we're still here. And I just, I don't care if it's a prequel, sequel, 
all of the above reboot. It doesn't matter, you know? So do I do. I want to object. I mean, I'm, I agree with you like part five, whatever one that was. Um, I don't know. I think what the day went British or something. I forgot, but (laughs) I feel like the reboot came when the movie Bumblebee came out, which was really, really good. Like if that's, that's the one you should get behind, like go see that one. Trust me. I don't understand. (sighs) Just, so what's what is this this out right now? What is this called? Beast Wars or something? Beast of a of a uh, almost said some different other movie color, that actually exists. I don't know. Beast <laughs> of a different nation. That's a different. I, movie. I think that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, but I mean, with that movie, they they got that's where that line "beast it" comes from, which I love it because that just I guess at that time that just meant to eat or drink whatever it was. So she the guy who was saying it was telling it to his little daughter. And and he was like, beast it, beast it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a great, like, you know, war cry oh, or beast just mode. rallying. Yeah. Well, beast mode, that's, that's, um, oh my God, I should know his name. Uh, Tyrese. Uh, Marshall. I don't know. Nope. Nope. Oh, Marsh- Mar- Marsh- Mar- Ugh, yes. Ali. Mahershala. Nope. <laughs> Not an actor. He's a, he's an oh. athlete. Although I take oh. it back because, well, he's an athlete who actually is actually going to be in a movie called Bottoms. Don't ask me what. Bottoms. Don't- what? I I don't. I literally just heard about the movie yesterday, and I saw a trailer like two hours ago. But um, Marshawn, oh my God, his last name just escaped me. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Who's always like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Exactly, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, Lynch. Lynch. Yes. Because I was gonna yeah. kill me, and I can feel people yelling the name. I heard you. See, we got you. I see. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing the. I'm doing the eye things with with our dear listener because they they're like, I got you. And I was like, Yeah, thank you so mm-hmm. much, person, mm-hmm. alien. Because hey, you know we're, we we talk to everybody, even the ones that aren't here, like Earth on Earth. Um. So yes, that film. Speaking of film, now your local theater. Uh, is do you normally go to an AMC spot or you go somewhere else? Um, I think it is AMC. I think it is an AMC location. Yes, and I normally do go there. Okay, so you normally have to sit in with uh, Nicole Kidman. Like the movie can't begin until she gets there and watches what? like a. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even talking about? I don't know this reference. Okay, so. If you get to the movie theater at an AMC, you go to watch like maybe half an hour trailers, not even exaggerating half an hour trailers. Then like the movie begins, like you're now in AMC and then there's swooshes and swirls flying all around you. And some guy almost spills his popcorn holding hands and, you know, all all the stuff that happens in movie theaters. And then that goes off and like, okay. And they're like, enjoy the film. And then all of a sudden (laughs) it it cuts to black. And then then all of a sudden you see the reflection of AMC and then someone steps in a puddle. It's Nicole Kidman. as she walks into an empty theater, walking up the stairs, talking about how much she loves the movies and like somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I mean, she's not wrong, but (laughs) there are things like that. Yeah. There's things that came up that even like with uh, young Ken next to me, he was like, why would you go to the movies to cry? And I'm like, I mean, it's not intentional. It's just, you know, part of what the movie does to you. Sometimes you cry at the movies and, but mm-hmm. she's there, you know, by herself watching uh, a bevy of films from uh, one of the Creed movies to Wonder Woman, the first one, the good one. Mm-hmm. Um, she watches some, a couple other ones. I mean, I've seen this ad, it's not even an ad because it's talking about AMC and how they make movies better, but they show it at the beginning of every movie mm-hmm. as if, you know, you kind of forgot where you were. 
Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I've just seen it so many times now that I'm like, oh, wait, can't start yet because Nicole Kidman isn't here yet. So. So I'm um, but- that they different regions, different things, because I've literally have never seen that. Now, you go this way more than I do. Mm-hmm. But even the last time I went to a movie, um, I saw Mario, uh, okay. Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Fairly certain they did not play that at the beginning. I would have remembered that because it's Nicole Kidman. But yeah, they, they didn't play that for us, which is real lame. But they didn't do it. What did you see before that? If you can, I mean, because <sighs> it wasn't, I mean, it's not, I mean, because she's been doing this for a couple years now. So. Really? Yeah. I have. I like, can't recall, honestly, but I'm sure I've seen a movie in the last couple of years, but maybe not. I don't know. No, I know I have. I just don't remember what it was, but I've never seen Nicole Kidman. And now I will say I've gone to a couple different theaters, so that could be it. So I don't know, but I know for sure they didn't play it. Um, yeah, because I'm, with I'm wondering if that made the movie. difference. Maybe, because the other movies... I saw, I think before that, because I saw um, Nope. Mm. I know it was a while ago, but like that was not at an AMC theater. And I think there was one more recently, but before Mario, and that I saw that in an AMC theater as well. So, mm. okay. Hmm. It well, could be me, but I don't know. Now that you're aware, um, and maybe. Again, maybe it could be because of the film. Like, kids don't care about Nicole Kidman this way and all the stuff that she's talking about in the movies. And it's like, what theater is she at? But so, yeah, be aware that Nicole Kidman may show up in your theater talking about the movies and just, I don't Trying know. Trying to tug at my heartstrings, my cold, dead heart. I suppose. I suppose. And I, and I might be making it up, but I think maybe even SNL did a sketch about it. Maybe I I could be make I could be making that up and I I keep meaning to look it up and I have not done that. Um, I'm going to change gears here because I realized that like, okay, I forgot. I need to um, we need to pay some respects. Uh, There was a passing recently and I need to read the obituary. So I figure that's the best way to honor this person. I'm so sorry. Yeah. This is the obituary of uh, Brenda Tent. Now, if she doesn't sound familiar to you, that that's okay. Um, just, you know, we'll get through this together. Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old, surrounded by family and natural causes. A librarian from birth, Brenda was an avid collector of dust. She had a sweetheart and married her high school. She loved having hobbies. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's a real rude. I'm so sorry. Me too. I'm sorry. I mean, I was feeling emotional. Sorry. Um, She loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. She had no horses. I'm sorry. She had no horses, but she thought she did. That's the worst, man. Having horses. I know. Thinking you do and you just don't. God, I know. Wow, the struggles. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Mm. Hold on, I just got to get through this. Mm. The church gave her a choir. Take your time. Take your time. Thank you. (laughs) 
Give me this. These, these are real tears. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's all right, baby. Go ahead. All right. The church gave her a choir because she sang like a bird. She looked like bird. And Brenda was a bird. <laughs> that was beautiful. Are you done? She. I'm not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> she owed us so many poems. The funeral will be held in 1977 at heaven in lieu of flowers. <laughs> in lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. Thank you. All right. That was one of the most amazing obituaries I have ever heard in my life, ever. Yeah, I... Did an AI write that? <laughs> apparently, and this was like back in 20... Uh, 2021, apparently, this has been written. So, yeah, she's Brenda Tent has been long gone for a number of years, but her memory lives on. And I wanted to continue that uh, member remembrance, if you will. So, Brenda Tent, that was for you. So, I actually had to may practice. She, may, she, may she rest in peace and with her bird friends. Right. And I don't know if the dust was buried with her, but may she continue to collect later in life or after life. So, <laughs> hmm. so yes, we got that out of the way. That's fine. Um, now, <laughs> oh, I mean, I didn't mean to just dust dust her off. Wow, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Freudian slip. Oh wow, you're just. I didn't mean to coming. Wow. I, <laughs> I mean, these thoughts just flutter away. So, um. <laughs> what are we working on next? Okay, the writer strike update because I do believe that is an important thing. Um, so yeah, I will give you some updates now. And yes, as of well, to, again, today's Tuesday. We're recording on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, Wednesday, which is probably when this episode is coming out, the Actors Guild. The Screen Actors Guild are called SAG. After and there's some other letters, but yeah, they have first of all. Let me back up. A lot of them have been kind of getting around to voting whether or not that they will authorize a strike for purposes hmm. that they, you know, need to negotiate in their next coming contract with Hollywood. Oh, wow. It's actually, yeah. Um, so that's going to happen on Wednesday where they will uh, start talking about their contract, the negotiations and see how that goes. Meanwhile, the writer strike is now going on for a month and a few days. And the DGA, the Directors yeah. Guild, their deal, their contracts are mm -hmm. done. They did, they did their negotiations. Everyone's happy. And they did kind of set some mm -hmm. kind of precedence that even the Writers Guild can probably look to. Like, hey, we like how you worded that and you did agree mm -hmm. to that. So let's see if we can work that in there. But we're still going to be striking in the meantime. So, Mirror that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. That is what is happening over there. Well, and keeping an eye on everything. Well, thank you for keeping an eye on things because I don't understand a lot of it. And but it's it's so important. It's so important for everyone to get their fair share and get paid what they are owed and what they do what they're due. So I much for keeping up with everything and then. Reporting it back in a very palatable way. We all understand. 
I mean, I, I do try because, I mean, I have a really valid interest in it. And so does, well, I kind of explained it to my mother. She was, she also listens to the podcast as well. And she also had questions. That being said, like if you do have questions or want more insight or understanding, and this is even to you directly, Courtney, that if you have questions and ask, and maybe I might know them. And if not, then that will be given to you next episode because more than likely this will be going on for. I don't know how long. I, I honestly don't know. And I think they have been talking to other experts to kind of figure out if they know. And if the actors decide that they want to strike, then whew, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Because part of what they are having an issue with is this whole AI thing, even though we just came from a whole thing that was, you know, about AI and how AI can write things and can kind of make your face like do deep fakes and stuff like that. Actors and writers kind of want to make sure that they have that kind of uh, things like that in place where that's not going to be an issue. Like you don't pay like these computer companies the same amount that you would you know pay us. I could be overstepping my explanation of why, but it's an issue. So they want to kind of get that, you know, taken care of. Yeah. yeah. I could have sworn that there was talks of the actors possibly striking, but I guess that was just they definitely hadn't uh, um, decided on anything at that point. So I guess I guess that's what was. It was just like a, a possibility, maybe. It is a possibility. They voted yesterday, meaning Monday, that well, mm-hmm. 97 percent approved of striking if the need comes to it. So we won't know until, yeah, yeah, we won't know until, um, I don't know, I'll say Wednesday, because Wednesday is when they start negotiating their contracts, and if they don't like what they're hearing, then they could also be striking. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then if that happens, We'll just be watching and waiting. Correct. And if that does happen, then you can pretty much guarantee that nothing will be coming out of Hollywood for a little a while. while. Yeah. Uh, no people to write it. No people to do to we'll get some directors, but no people to act in it. Correct. You don't have a, a show or anything. No. Right. Right. You won't have anything except reality mm. TV. Mm. Oh, God. We yeah. have plenty of that. Thank you. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> I will leave you on a happy note, though, in regards to directors. Please. A a fun little fact, which I mean, I've known, but I've never had a a way to organically kind of bring it to like, hey, by the way, did you know this? So if you ever get the chance and, you know, keep your mind open just in case this comes along in your career path. And if you ever get the chance mm-hmm. to direct a TV pilot, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you get royalties after that episode like every episode that comes after that you get paid mm-hmm. yeah oh i know <laughs> yeah it's 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 an amazing that's, thing and that's like, quite amazing yeah yeah and i mean i remember reading it and like let me see let me make sure that's still true and then i looked it up and just looked <laughs> a little further the reason why and the reason why is because you set the you set the bar you set the template this is what the show looks like this is what it feels like what it sounds like so mm-hmm. 
even if you have nothing else to do with the show for the rest of its existence, you still get paid. You still get paid. Yep. I can just imagine like, like how those old shows and the folks who were involved, like, I just want to know what their paychecks look like, what their contracts consisted of. Like, what does that look like? Like, Mm. My goodness. Can you imagine like another Cosby stopped for a while for obvious reasons, but when it came back, if it came back in some places, like, did those pe- all people, like, what is their money looking like? That's a, that's a pretty, that is an older show, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goodness. And yeah. And then just sitting down, actually thinking about the shows that have gone on for a while, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, Walking Dead, ER, uh, all the, yeah. well, not all of them, but a good chunk of the uh, CSIs shows that, you know, you can build a whole channel around them and yeah i don't know if you get Mm -hmm. even residuals for reruns but that part i don't know about but still just the fact that as long as it aired you get a piece of that money so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just yeah just just wanted to share that yeah thank you right yeah yeah we will now move into our um let me get my little button over here Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. And I would like to thank our good friend and and fellow listener and, and fellow Indubian, I'll, I'll just say, uh, Magdalena, who actually sent me this fact today because I was hey. looking around. And we'll actually be hearing from her a little bit later. So this is about Jesse Maple Patton who broke barriers for black women in entertainment and news as both a cinematographer and director. And sadly, she died recently. She was 86. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patton was recognized as the first black woman to be admitted into the International Photographers of Motion Picture and Television Union in the 70s. That was a mouthful. Um, Her career career as a trailblazing cinematographer led her move into directing, making the 1981 independent feature film Will, which I've never seen, but I will look. I, I'm going to look into it and look it up, see if I can find it, see if it's streaming anywhere. Um, let's see. Patton was said to be the first black woman to direct an independent feature length film in a post civil rights America. Patton would dive into the entertainment industry after attending Ozzie Davis's third world cinema through the National Education Tr- television training school she began working as an apprentice i'm sorry as an apprentice editor on projects such as Mm -hmm. shaft's big score and the super cops i've only seen one of the original shaft movies i have not seen this one so i don't know if it's shaft two or three i don't know but super cops sounds like fun like it could be a comedy i have no idea i haven't looked into that one either Next, uh, she directed the 19... Oh, I kind of read that already. Um, doot, doot, doot. Oh, she also directed Twice as Nice in 1989, a basketball-themed feature in addition to multiple documentaries. Uh, alongside her husband, Leroy Patton, Patton founded LJ Productions and the pair opened 20 West, home of Black Cinema in Harlem, a venue which screened films by independent Black filmmakers. And this is a quote from her, which I really like and just somehow need to, I don't know, make it a poster, but here it goes. Be blessed, hug the hugless, love the loveless, feed the hungry, help the helpless, encourage the sad, and always give an encouraging word. 
That is Jesse Maple Patton. Wow. I love that. Yeah, that was nice. That's lovely. You Magdalena. I'm sorry, you cut out there. I didn't get those last words. I said thank you, Magdalena. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Magdalena. And I, I guess we might as well just go into the mailbag since she did send us some more mail. And where's my mailbag? Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. All right. Okay. So she does ask a few questions here. I didn't prep you, Courtney. I only read it like just mm. moments ago. <laughs> but don't okay. worry. We will get we'll get through this, and we'll actually have to probably come back next episode for follow up. So, okay. Her, her letter goes: Hello, Indubia. Thank you for the shout out on the air. I am back with another question for you. What kind of sci-fi, <laughs> either TV, TV, movies, books, interests you? And what would you recommend? Could you make an Indube sci-fi best of list for the public? Also, please talk about why you love Star Trek, as I have not yet watched and people have said I would like it. Where should I start? Also, is there a divide of the Trekkies versus Star Wars fans? I have not grown up with either with either being too prevalent in my life, but have had more exposure seeing Star Wars due to my friends wanting to. The one book I want to read soon is Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick, which uh, is the basis of one of my favorite films, Blade Runner. What do you think of the Blade Runner film series? Thank you again, Magdalena. Phew, what a loaded no. um, couple questions. <laughs> it, it is, but I love it. And I thank you again, Magdalena, for sending this email because, yes, this is right up our alley of... Because there's just so much to dive into, which, again, mm -hmm. I, I know like I, I had just gotten the email, so I wasn't really able to prep you for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think I don't know why, but I always tend to work backwards when things like this. So um, have you seen Blade Runner, any of the Blade Runner films? No, no Runner films. None of them. Okay. It's OK. <sighs> it's OK. I mean, it took me a little while to see. I was going to say one of them, and I and I mean that because. There's Blade Runner, the theatrical cut, um, Blade Runner, mm -hmm. the I think the director's cut, and then Blade Runner, the final cut. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one I watched, but it was one of those. Do you remember the length of it, maybe? Not really. Maybe that's I know not I as was, helpful as I would think. No, not really. Because I mean, I know there's there's subtle differences between each one, like... One of them, you mm -hmm. actually find out that the main character is might not necessarily be who he thinks he is. Um, okay. And then I have seen the sequel, which is a, a trend that's been going on lately is like, hey, it's 20 years later. Let's see what these characters are up to. So Blade Runner 2066. I'm making up a number. I don't know what the sequel name is. And I will look it up it right now. because I already something, something. Yeah. I thought it was 2044, maybe. I don't know. 
2049. You were closer. Good job. Hey, good job, <laughs> Courtney. Uh, yes, I did <laughs> see that film and a couple reasons why. A, because I was actually really into going, not that I'm not, that I'm not into going to the theaters, but I was really like going as often as I could. So I saw mm-hmm. this movie in theaters. I was moved by the cinematography and the and the vibe by it. But okay. Yeah. The, but the story is what for me was kind of lacking. Like I wasn't really hung on to the story of what was happening. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, but it looks pretty. <laughs> so I know I know, I know it's not a glowing review, but I do know that much about Blade Runner 2049. At least it's just it is a full movie but that's it i don't know nothing about it yeah i don't know if that's helpful (laughs) i mean i i I couldn't even really give you a synopsis without looking it up and i'm and and i don't i really don't mean to disservice the film because it is a good film for what it is it's just and it's got our favorite i don't say okay that's too strong a word i take that back it's got a director we really like and that's uh dennis villanuvo do i know him yes you do (laughs) Because oh, he's directed, him. he's directed two films that you really enjoy, Arrival and Dune. And he's the black director. That's right. Is he black? I thought it was black. No, Don't give me the lion. Oh, okay. He's Cana- He's a he's a white Canadian. And a black guy directed Arrival, though. Maybe he was. I don't know who I you need were to thinking. Do my of. research. Never mind. Okay, moving on. Yes, we'll just erase that part. Yeah. Um, we'll cut that out. <laughs> yep. Cut out and post. So, uh, yeah, uh, I've apologized. I don't know how to say your last name. And I'm and I've heard it dozens of times. I just don't remember right now. But, yeah, that's uh, my kind of feelings on Blade Runner. And it's a good story. And I have not read the original, meaning um, do androids dream of electric sheep. But I'm very familiar with mm. Philip K. Dick and his work. Mm-hmm. Um. His uh, what is it? Hit the rules of like the robots or something. Something that that does come into play in the film I Robot. It's I don't not sure if the story was a Philip K. Dick story, but I do believe it's fully influenced by it. Well, um, the story of I Robot was from uh, Isaac Asimov. Ah, uh, okay. My apologies. I can. I can yeah, well, but I can see I can see like the robot laws coming into effect uh, by K- Philip K. Dick. I'm not sure of that, but nope, I you're thought, right. I thought Asimov. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, Isaac Asimov, came up with the laws um, too. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought too. But cool. But I mean, they're both great. So I'm just getting. I honestly, I think I'm just getting the writers like confused because they both did some really uh, prolific work like, iconic, in their years. Yeah. 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 And a lot of yeah. both of them, a lot of their stories have become movies. So I kind of oh, yeah. get them. Yeah, I get them a little confused. I apologize. That is my fault. My fault. My bad. Thank you so much. You came through with the save. I got you. Yes. Uh, so, yes, uh, this guy, Isaac Asimov, he definitely did iRobot. I'm looking for mm-hmm. the other one. There's, I thought there's some other ones that pretty famous and this actually can kind of go into you know the recommendations of books if you will um yeah you definitely did a lot of robots like there's one called the complete robot robots and empire 
the robots of dawn i don't know if these are all a series but <laughs> um no i can't find any other ones that that kind of stick out to me of becoming a film that i've seen i'm like oh wow that's that's great mm-hmm. oh here's one the bicentennial man yes that's right i knew that yeah and that was a great movie Mm-hmm. It was another long movie, but I mean, it's one that, you know, 200 it was, years. It was, it was very long. <laughs> yes, it was. Back when uh, Robin Williams was going through his drama period. So, but let me go back to yeah. Philip K. Dick. Interesting because I time. Think, yeah, yeah. Because um, I feel <laughs> like there's more of his stories that I've seen movie adaptations of. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The Man in the High Castle. That's actually, they turned that into a series. A scanner darkly is the one I was thinking of, and oh, they I don't made know that one. Yeah, I can't even really explain that one either. But it's it's definitely kind of like a more of a gritty crime drama. But it's the film version. I mean, mm. they used rotoscope mm-hmm. to make it like an, an animated film, but they still use like the actual actors. Oh yeah, yeah. And our good our good friend uh, Keanu Reeves, I believe, is starring in that one. So yeah, he oh, is our good go. friend person. Personally, yes. <laughs> yep, here we go. Minority Report, uh, Total Ooh. Recall. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, so Those this are is definitely... Um, works? No, these are Philip K. Dick. Okay, okay. So Minority Report, also a very long movie, which I'm still on the fence if I actually really liked it. Or not really. I don't mean like, oh, I really like that movie. I'm just trying to figure out, like, did I like it at all? I'm not sure. It's just a long movie. So um, I don't recall, I don't recall the details of that movie, but I have a issue with details. So I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't actually know that I've seen it. Because there's something called Repla- Replacement Bureau or... The Adjustment oh, Bureau. Adjustment Bureau. I know I've seen Which that I, one. That one I liked. I liked that one. That one looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't recall seeing Minority Report, though, honestly. I may not have that's, seen it. That's a Tom Cruise star. Tom Cruise, yeah. yeah. Yep, and he has to uh, kind of save a precog, which is uh, one of three uh, triplets, I think. I think they're triplets. But they kind of mm-hmm. just hang out in the pool all day because they can see crime before it happens, and then they report it, and then they, they tell the police mm-hmm. department, or rather the police department's monitoring them, and then they go arrest the people before the pre-crime happens. Before it happens. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then before you know, hmm. Tom Cruise is suddenly like, what? I'm going to do a crime. No, I'm a cop. So, yeah, he's got to do this uh, running around the city trying to stop everything. I'm going to have to go watch it. Hmm. You might be able to watch it on Freebie, I think. Freebie. Or, or maybe it was uh, Pluto. Not it was this. one of those. I'm not, do- I'm not doing this again. No. It was one of those fast <laughs> channels. <laughs> fast I feel like channels? I'm- I, I, it feels like I'm, I'm just like some older, like black elder saying like, oh, that girl's too fast over there. So, uh. <laughs> but, but no, it, it's a free ad supported television or ad supported streaming television. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, on like Max or Prime or something. <laughs> I hear you. I, <laughs> I hear that. your disgust. I hear it's your disgust. <laughs> it's, but it, it's not so bad. Uh. Cause like it's, is it the reason the reason why like I had recently watched a part of it is because I think we were flipping through and then we're like, I just want to go to sleep. We'll just put it on anything and anything was on. So minority report it was. 
I was a little bit interested until I wasn't anymore and I went to sleep. I mean, I hear what you say. I really do. Yeah. Um, I'm, and, I hear you. And you know what? If you I do watch like it, what you say, though. if you do watch it on a fast channel, I give you permission to curse my name when it abruptly goes to commercial. <laughs> In the middle of a sentence. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> like, don't Lord you dare get get a spongy light or something. I don't know. It just you know, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> just uh, you have my permission. I could just uh, rent it somewhere. I'm gonna just rent you, you it. Could. I'm gonna do that. Was it three, four dollars, something like that? Enough, worth it. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I'll allow it. I mean, you know what? I don't, I because I don't want to tell you it's it's not worth it. But three seventy nine, and I can rent it on Prime. It's through Paramount. Oh, oh, uh, or uh, I could do what, a free what? trial. I could do a free uh, trial with Paramount Plus. I've been actually, let's, let, hey, hey, let's put a pin in that because I hear you already and we're going to get we have to talk about Star Trek. So we do, you know, we do full circle, <laughs> I'm sorry, full, full circle. That's right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Let me just let me just go through a few more of these movies here, uh, like Total Recall, because it's funny because mm-hmm. you're having a whole Total Recall moment uh, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. But there's also a remake, which I heard is not as good, starring Colin Farrell. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. take your pick. And I know you're saying. Magdalena, you you want books, but you're also just sci-fi recommendations. These are straight up like hard sci-fi films. Yeah. That that at least, you know, we have seen or we're aware of. And this is strictly like Philip K. Dick. Like these are all inspired by his works. So yeah. we also have uh Paycheck, which I mean, if you've seen the movie, you can tell everyone was involved for a paycheck. That's it. It's not that great. <laughs> yeah. It's it's during one of the uh, the Ben Affleck like lower period days. So yeah, yeah. Before he, yeah. I mean, before he got better. Before he's he lot, blew up. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. He, he did better. get better. He blew up, and it's fine now. Because I mean, he I was on a good trajectory. It, hmm? Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry. I, I will say I have. There's a couple of like sci-fi shorts. Like there's a few books that I can recommend as well. But for sure, I'm more of a fantasy person. So sci-fi, I don't really read a whole lot of but um i know that i've read a couple of um sci-fi stories recently and i'm um, scrolling right now trying to see if i i i I tend to do this thing where i'll read the story and then i won't like close the thing i won't like close the browser because i want to keep up with it Mm -hmm. um so i'm trying to find i don't know if it's actually okay 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 so speaking of Isaac Asimov, there's one called The Last Answer. Okay. It's called The Last Answer. And then he also writes one called The Last Question. Mm-hmm. Um, they're short stories. You can just Google them and find them. I, I'm trying to remember which one I like better. <laughs> I think it was... Um, Are they like companions? Um, no. No, so they're um, not related. Like, like the short, no. not the short answer. No, okay. Well, they kind of. It, it's I don't know. You'll have to read them because you would think that they're companions, but they're not really, not really, not really in the way that you would think of a companion story. They definitely don't have the same characters. Um, I would say the last, the last um, question is my favorite, but both of them are freaking phenomenal. And again, yeah. they're very, they're very like 
I guess you can call them Safa. They're, I don't know. Just read them. You know, let me know what you think. Um, I also recommend anything by Octavia Butler. Oh, yes. Specifically yes. Kindred. Now, I have some books by her, blessed and gifted to me by um, my companion on this call today, on this podcast, and I have not read them. Mm-hmm. But Kindred is something that I read. It's a novel that I read years ago, and it's never left me. I think about it often and I made you read it and it's freaking phenomenal. They made a show of it that um, I haven't started because I've heard not great things about the show. That is what it is. (laughs) It's I'm I'm just going to come out and defend it for the attempt because I feel they had to make some creative liberties just to try to make it last. Like they want to keep it going. Although they mm-hmm. could have just called it a miniseries, maybe do one, two seasons and be done because mm-hmm. it has to end. Yeah. Um, I, but I didn't hate it. It's just, you know, I, I would have to go back and rewatch it to see, again, where some of the criticism came in and mm-hmm. what it was. People were saying that why they didn't like it and why I felt differently about their opinions. Yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, it's it's all based on, hey, did you like it? If you liked it, right. then, you know, enjoy it. So, so yeah, yeah, but I do. I will co-sign with you, Courtney. Yes, the the book is good. I did start the graphic novel version of the book, which is basically just the book, but with pictures. Yeah, um, just but, with pictures. But, yeah, but beautifully drawn and everything. But I just haven't finished it. And um, I mean, all of that is there. So I and oh, and don't feel bad about not reading the books. I think the way that it was like, uh, presented to you, I think it's mm-hmm. meant for display like i don't know i'm not i mean i'm sure you could still read it but it, the way it looks nice i'm like you know it I'm, I'm okay if you don't actually read these it's just it's it looks like something really nice to have like on a bookshelf or just mm-hmm. somewhere i'm like oh look at that like the way that it looked according to you know the website it's like oh this mm-hmm. looks like it'd be really nice on a table or a shelf <laughs> but also yeah. be, you know a fan of you know octavia butler so so I'm, I'm not you know i don't feel bad that you didn't read it <laughs> I it is on display matter of fact when I had to like condense a bunch of stuff and um, store a bunch of stuff I was like okay I'm going to read these books this year so I don't want to store them I don't want to pack them up I don't want to put them in a place that makes it really hard to access them so they're I'm looking at them right now so they're still on my TBR um, in my TBR fi- uh, pile the to be read pile Okay. So it's it's gonna happen. Um, I love her. She's my favorite author, even though I've only read one book. But I love her so much, and I need to well, I like you, do better. I feel like, and I'm, I might be speaking for you, but um, you probably like read so much about her, and maybe seen or heard a lot of her interviews, and just just the kind of person that she is that you definitely would like to follow in her literary footsteps. That's exactly it. And for her to have created such a legacy and made such a path for herself in sci-fi as a black woman in the time that she did is like huge. And, you know, she's, I love, I love the um, place where she comes from in terms of her writing style and, and the themes that she presents. And it's not just like, um like overly pushing narratives that are just like tired like they're they're actual good ideas 
and she brings a lot of race into her work, but not in a um, way that is like done so mm-hmm. much. You know, it's it's in a fresh way, and I don't know. I just really, I really like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do um, want to. I do aspire, and I need to read more of her work. I'm fully aware, and you shall, and you shall. See, now that you actually have the the written book, um, what are the the parable of them? Uh, sewers? I really don't remember the, mm-hmm. the names. That, mm-hmm. of the, uh, that's what it is. Um, you, you get the yeah. audio book. So that way you have the book. You have the actual. It can stay there. But then you was like, I've got the book, but I also, you know, listen to it. So, you know. Yeah. I, well, I have the sewer. Tri- uh, it's a, it's a two, it's two books. And then I have a trilogy of her, the fifth, no, uh, the fifth season trilogy that I really want to. No, I'm sorry. That's somebody else. No, that's N.K. Jemison, who, who is mm. also a prolific um i think she does i think this is soft or uh, fantasy but anywho octavia i that'd be uh, another yes. journey to kind of traverse where is the line between fantasy and sci-fi we won't do it now we won't do it now okay because i was about to i was about to start <laughs> i know i know because i i can feel it and feel it, it feels like it's something debatable so uh i do want to yeah. give a book recommendation I do want to awesome. give a book recommendation. Uh, Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson. Mm-hmm. And this, let me see when it, okay, yeah, it definitely does. I, I, it's hard to summarize what this book is about, but it's definitely a hard sci-fi. And mm-hmm. if you've seen The Matrix, this does predate The Matrix too. So it's like okay. eight years, seven years, I think, before The Matrix comes out. Okay. This book was written. It's definitely tapping into another world of uh, like just technology and just samurais fighting. And it's it's Ooh. great. It was a lot of fun. It was a really good read. And I wasn't even really into reading, but someone had recommended it to me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Do you know me really well or something? And yeah, it was, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was really good. So yeah. I enjoyed that. I did enjoy Ready Player One, although it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of feeling like a story that doesn't exactly age as well as it probably... You might think it might. Mm, okay. Um, and it's only because of things in the middle. The main character doesn't make the best decisions. So I, I maybe even take that statement back because it's the character making decisions that aren't the best. So, you know, uh, there is a film version of it. It's not as good as the book, but it's not okay. terrible either. Because, yeah. in fact, the movie version has to speed up things because it's a movie. Whereas the book, it really does take its time. I think the events in the book kind of last for a number of years, whereas the movie, I think it might be like days or months. I don't remember. I watched it the one time. I'm like, okay, it, it got the gist. You know, I'm, it's a movie. So, <laughs> but yeah, I would, re- I, this one of those times I would recommend the, the, the book over the movie. So there you go. Me, this is me, the movie guy. I'm saying that. So yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, one more Philip K. Dick movie. And that's mm-hmm. uh next by uh oh my god why did i forget his name nicholas cage uh i that, oh whatever, i don't know he did he was i don't know he wrote that yeah so i will admit this there are parts of that movie that live rent free in my head they just kind of replay just because and, I, and i'll tell you why because 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 um <laughs> the movie is about Nicholas Cage's character who has to who can see in the future, but only like so far in the future. 
So right. okay. Yeah. He has to make decisions based on what how far in the future he can see. And mm-hmm. there's a there's a scene where he is thinking so far in the future that he is like you see him in kind of like in his mind kind of splitting apart like should I go left should I go right well let me see what happens when I do both and then and then he's like because he's searching for something so he's looking all around and there's all these versions of him but it's really just in his mind him playing back time to see where's the right way to go oh wow but it's pretty wild yeah and though I mean even the way it ends I thought it was really kind of brilliant and the reason why he's able to do this the mm-hmm. way that he does it, it, it was just very interesting. So it's it's not a great movie, but it's a very interesting watch. And I don't know. I It could be from a short story of Philip K. Dick, or it could just be a novel. I don't know. But I'm sure you can probably come across that information when you look it up. And uh, yeah, so that's that one I just wanted to throw in there before I, I moved on to a, a different page of other things. Um, and hey, we did mention The Matrix. That is definitely sci-fi. And that's one of our perfect movies that we have put in our perfect movie pantheon yep um true fact inception go in there i don't i don't really want uh, to I'd put inception say, in there i'd say inception is kind of sci-fi because it's not exactly fantasy right fantasy typically talks about other worlds and other creatures and like a magic system of some sort um but but Inception is based in the real world, maybe futuristic, but it's based in the real world with a tech that doesn't exist mm-hmm. that, you know, allows you to do really crazy things and while you're sleeping. Um, right. But it is. And that's, that's the only sci-fi based. thing about it, though. Yeah. It well, would be... that makes it, I would say that makes it sci-fi, though. Okay. It, it's a soft sci-fi, I would it's say. Soft sci-fi. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. You don't know, like, the mechanics of the science oh. behind it. Not really. Right. So, right. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a soft sci-fi, but I definitely know she's already seen inception. Cause there was a, um, cause we, we've got to hang out a few times. We've even, we've seen many movies. One of those we got to see together, uh, inception. So I can't even really put that on the list. Cause I know she's seen that movie, um, <laughs> for a recommendation anyway, but, because of your introduction into fantasy, I guess we should kind of tiptoe our way into the debate on Star uh, uh, Trekkies and Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they actually mm-hmm. have a name, but Star Wars being, I would definitely say fantasy and sci-fi. Really? Because, I mean, uh, based, based on what you just said, going like to different yeah. worlds and creatures yeah. and things. I mean, never. Yeah, I guess it. I guess it kind of fits into both. Because um, the force would be the magic system there, yeah. I'd say. And then there's a lot of sci-fi because it's in a um, somewhat spaceships just, well, and distant, Uh huh. And like it's warp speed and stuff like that. So I guess it does kind of fit in both. Okay. Um. I mean, I guess I'm not really much of a Star Wars fan, so. <laughs> well, I I am married to one, so I will like stand in defense of that. But mm-hmm. I believe in this in this age of 2023, there are definitely bridges that can be crossed. Uh, there are handshakes to be had, hugs to be hugged. 
amongst the Star Wars fans and the Trekkies so they can come together and live long and prosper with the Force. Aha. So, um, I like it. Yeah. Uh, and um, I grew up a Trekkie without knowing that that's what was happening. I was being indoctrinated mm-hmm. within yep. Starfleet. I would, yeah, mm-hmm. that's because my dad watched it. He watched uh, Next Generation. And let me, and we'll go back because you like the original series, like the one back in the 60s, right? Yep. 60s. Yeah. Yep. How did you come to Star Trek? Um, I think my mom did watch a little bit of it. She watched um, Next Generation, so with Picard. I remember watching that as a younger person. I don't know how into it she was, but I remember seeing it on our TV enough. Um, but then she like moved on to something else. Um, and then I didn't come back to Star Trek until the, I think it was the 2009 movie with um, like the reboot, basically, of the movies. Uh-huh. Um so with Chris, which Chris Pine. was that? Pine. Pine. Chris Pine and Zoe. Um, what's her name? Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Yeah. And I forgot she was in that. Yeah. And Keith Urban was in it. So yeah. So like when when Star Trek that like two, I think it was two thousand nine when that came out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool! And so I watched the movies, and then I had to go back and watch the show, like the sixty nine or 68, 67, the 60s version of the show, um, the original, um, and then just kind of went from there. So that's when I really got into it and learned about Starfleet Academy and the whole program and just what they were all about. And then Daniel, of course, is into most things sci-fi, like the good mm-hmm. ones, at least. And so he, because <laughs> he's a Oh, my God, Moonfall, Moonfall, Moonfall. Definitely watch Moonfall. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's weird and it's stupid and I love it. <laughs> I, I had to say because um, we had that whole talk about it and that whole extra episode. So we had to put that on the did. list for its ridiculousness. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's I'm so sorry. stupid, but I love it. Um, it's just stupid fun. I might have to watch it tonight. Um, but yeah, like so, but Daniel's into Star Trek. And so he like is into it in um, in a way where he gets like philosophical about it like what they want in the star trek universe is what i want in like real life meaning everybody is equal we have like equal rights and equal access and blah 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 and so i started looking at it that kind of um through that lens of wow okay they did kind of get it together they're like going to different uh, planets and different galaxies and part of Starfleet's like greatest objective is you know to observe and not to try to change them which is in the movie why um what's his name um Kirk well, yeah he got Kirk, in trouble yes. C- Captain Kirk well he was well he wasn't yeah, captain yet but he was he yeah. wasn't captain but he got in he was in Starfleet but he got in trouble because he like interfered with somebody's some species like way of life. Um, anyway, so I'm a I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> Not so much Star Wars. I don't know. I guess because my parents were never much into it. So I that didn't, could that could I have to do with it too. Like I know if you're all about it. I like the yeah. new stuff. I like the Mandalorian. I'm I'm a huge fan of that. But I don't know. I've not even seen all the Star Trek movies. So I don't know. And that I mean, Star Wars movies. I'm sorry. Right. 
Um, and just just in case anyone caught it and they're upset, she said Keith Urban, and yes, it's Carl Urban. We know mm. they're very similar. <laughs> they're just K Urban. That's all you need to know. Anyway, um, I one of them. Totally, you know, what one I mean. of them. I did. I just had to correct it because Thank I didn't you. want to. I appreciate that. Deary Doobie. You said Keith. He went in there. Sorry. He's a country singer. He's married to Nicole Kidman. So I'm um, aware. <laughs> <laughs> and why why wasn't he at the movie theater with her? Why is she had to be there by herself? Anyway. Um, That's lame. He, anyway. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I think what you said made a good point where maybe it was because your family didn't really watch Star Wars. And yeah. it was kind of the same Exposure. for me. Like, yeah, we weren't really exposed to it until later in life. Like my grandmother got mm-hmm. me the box, the box set of like the original three, and my oh, sister nice. and I decided one day we're just gonna watch them back to back, which we failed mm-hmm. because we <laughs> fell asleep sometime in the middle of the second one. So yeah, we're pretty. I long. mean, we've they they are, and we've since watched them like all of them and pretty much all of the the core films, pretty much all of the films. The best mm-hmm. one being Rogue One. I really thought that that fit in very well with uh, just before what happens. And like you, we're big fans of the Mandalorian. Uh, we've, I want to say we've watched most things Star Trek, except for a lot of the series, a lot of the animated mm-hmm. ones that, I mean, the, the world, the lore, it's vast, but yeah. so is Star Trek. And yeah. now that if you have Paramount Plus, you have access to all of the Star Trek, like all of the treks, <laughs> you can uh-huh. you can journey on all of them, and okay. there are, and just just to kind of break it down because we'll answer this question next of where to start, but just so you know, there is the original series that came out in the sixties. Then mm-hmm. they came out with Star Trek Next Generation, which came out in the late eighties, I want to say, but mostly the nineties. Nineties, nineties, and um, that's the one that at least that I grew up on. And um, after that came Deep Space Nine, which I eventually I'm going to give it another shot, like as an adult, as an adult, I'm going to go back and watch it because I'm hearing a lot of our peers, like people that we know through Twitter that have really kind of like, it's like, man, this, this show is like really good because of, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm not really sure what those are, but I just know they are sources that I trust. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll, I'll go back and take a look. But, um, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't into it then because there really wasn't much action for me. And I was a kid and I'm like, mm, I'm bored. What else is going on? So yeah. there's deep space nine that takes mm-hmm. place on a, on a, um, uh, Oh my God, a station, like a, a base mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. but in space next to a, a wormhole. So, yeah. And, um, I just, I just quickly, I uh, checked with my hubs and he mm-hmm. did confirm the deeps. Well, deep space nine and Voyager are his favorites, but okay. especially deep space nine because the captain, I do not remember his name because I haven't watched it. Oh my God. And it's totally giving he me a ju- quick, he just said it and I can't remember. <laughs> Cause Cisco, his name, Cisco. Cisco. Yes. Captain Cisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Voyager, which is actually the next one, it, that's got Captain Janeway. Jane, yeah. So, which my mom, she didn't care for her because of her voice. It just seemed too gravelly. <laughs> and then when when you hear it, you'll Aww. understand. Yeah, but I like her voice. <laughs> that that one was it was fun. Like it, it was it's a fun show because 
they are lost and they're trying to get back to the Delta Quadrant or wherever they're trying to get back. They're trying to get yeah. home. And that's the right. whole thing. And that also gave me a boyhood crush on Jerry Ryan, who is seven of nine. So, yeah, she's she comes later in the season, but she's there. Um, after that, they took a little break from making Star Wars or Star Trek things. And I read why, but I can't remember what it is right now. And they came out with Enterprise, which takes time wise. It takes place mm-hmm. way before Kirk, way before Picard. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All that. It is. It is. It's like one, like when Starfleet like was first beginning. I never watched any of that. My dad right. did at first. He didn't like it, but then he kind of like, I mean, he he's so into Star Trek that he'll almost watch anything Star Trek. So I think he just watched it anyway because that's the only new series he had. Uh, after Enterprise, I think they had pretty much kind of stopped and they kind of focused on the movies. Then I mean, they were making movies after Next Generation ended, and. Yeah. They had they brought do, like those characters back. Right. The they brought those they brought those back. They brought the original mm-hmm. cast back from the original mm-hmm. series and mm-hmm. and they've been doing all of that. So there's a myriad of movies you can go through as well. And then Paramount Plus actually was CBS All Access first. They said, Hey, we're gonna keep it going. Let's get this whole Star Trek train or Trek we're gonna um lost here. Hold on. We're gonna trick. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I lost myself. So they came out with a new series, Star Trek Discovery, which is actually very good. I think I still have a few episodes left on whatever, wherever I left off on. And then um, some spinoffs were discussed about that. Then they came out with an animated series that I wished Mm -hmm. came out when I was a child, (laughs) even though it's not for kids, but still. Yeah, it's this is what. I wanted, and they made this for me. So it's Star Trek. It's called Lower Decks. Yeah. And, I mean, this, Courtney, this is going to make you not want to just have a trial service for Paramount oh, Plus. Great. Because this, I feel, is also going to be right up your alley because it is made by these, these it is made by Trekkies. It is made for Trekkies. And <laughs> okay. I feel like this could even be a. I don't even want to say it's the introduction if you've never watched Star Trek. Like I feel like you need to watch some legit Star Trek before you watch this, because mm. a lot of the jokes. I mean, even if you're they not, might not that land, deep, yeah, they might yeah. not land, but you don't need like an encyclopedia either. Sure. A lot of the a lot of the deeper jokes they're they're for like the the deep nerds. Like you go to Comic Con wearing <laughs> you know the whole you know communicator and the everything. Whole get up. Yeah. Right. Right. Which I mean, if you do, that's cool. Honestly, like we are for cosplay, so I'm, totally. I am not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not like not knocking it. <laughs> right. So there's the lower decks. I'm a huge fan of that one. And then um, the newest series that just came out. Actually, there's two more. One of them they made actually for kids, and I think that one's called Prodigy. I think. Um, Ooh, I hadn't heard about that one. Yeah, and Captain Janeway comes back because she is a nice. voice for it oh sweet that's amazing uh, i'm just checking just to make sure if that's what it's called yep it's prodigy okay star trek prodigy i think it's geared towards children or at least younger kids and i'm just trying to see if there's some kind of age here young aliens or whatever okay yeah kids you have a TVY or something i don't know whatever um that's <laughs> in its second season and then the newest one is star trek um Strange New Worlds, which mm. I have not started watching, but it 
mm-hmm. came on because I think I fell asleep when I was watching something Star Trek related. And then that <laughs> came on after it. Like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Something was happening. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, I take it back. I lied. There's one more. Star Trek Picard. So. So how am I supposed to catch up with all of this? When I haven't seen Harley, I mean, I've seen the old stuff, but in like the old movies and stuff, but the new stuff, like that's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. That's why I said you're. What am I supposed to do? You, your little trial, like throw that away. Just get the whole thing and just dig in because there's a lot. And from what I've seen, most of it is really good. I say most of it because I haven't seen all of it. Like I haven't really watched Strange New Worlds. And, and I wasn't going to until. I heard that they're going to have a crossover with Lower Decks. <gasps> oh, snap. So right. I have been wanting Paramount Plus for a long time, but I'm just like, ugh, another streaming service. But I think I'm going to be canceling one of my services because it's like merging with something else. So I'm just like, okay, I'm not paying for both. That's <laughs> No. So I now have an, an in and I think Paramount doesn't do like a monthly thing or maybe they do, but I know I saw something on there for like a certain amount for, you know, a year and it's like 20 bucks. So I'm like, I could do that. Um, mm-hmm. like today, but anywho, this conversation, thank you, Magdalena. Um, but this conversation is making me, uh, it's pushing me towards that, that step because I've been wanting it since it came out <laughs> and I have a reason I have a reason to not have any excuses not to get it right and I um, want to give an yeah. apology to Magdalena she is a minimalist so she tries to not do as many things or, or pay for too much streaming stuff and pretty much everything I just said is on Paramount Plus but if yeah. you really want to not dive, <laughs> it's not for free, but if you really want to dive into it, maybe there is a trial that you can kind of explore. It's only a week. <laughs> it's only a week. So it's only I don't a know, week. It's, yeah. Manglena, it's, it's on one. you, you and your husband, like you both talk about it. Cause I know, I, you know, I know they're friends of mine. So yeah, you, you guys discuss it. I mean, if he's into it, cause like, Hey, Daniel, he's into some of the uh, the intellectual things that happen in the Star Trek universe. And I'm pretty sure your husband is also an intellectual. You're both creatives. And there's a lot of juicy goodness that happens out in space that's recorded for you in your paramount pleasure. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it so much. <laughs> so, yeah. And I feel like... Paramount should kind of slip me a few dollars for, you know, doing this hard <laughs> sell for them because my goodness. And plus you get a whole, yeah. you, you get a plethora. I'm sorry. No, you get a mountain of entertainment because that is their slogan. And there is like movies oh. upon movies, TV shows, I mean, I reality, you. all the stuff you could want that other services, meh, they might have it. They don't have what they have. They've got the space. I mean, literally space trekking for days, months. There's so much Trek you can't even you can't even stand it. Like you, ugh, just strap in. That's all I gotta say. And if you want some Tom Cruise, he's there too because so is um, Maverick and and both Top Guns. I think are there in case you're into that. Because hey, mm-hmm. you know they're there. Why not? Uh, yeah. Scream if you want some you know stabby stabby going on. That's there hey. too. If yeah. you're into SpongeBob, SpongeBob is there. Yeah. <gasps> I do love SpongeBob. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, he's there. He's at the party. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. I think Thank pretty much a that. lot of Nickelodeon stuff is there. So if you want to get back and watch and Doug, like we did, really? I think so. <gasps> is it really? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sign up today. Like I love Doug so much. 
<laughs> I love it so much. Mm, mm, yeah, there's, there's some good so stuff much. there. So let me actually go back I'm to this sold. email here just to make sure I didn't leave anything out because um, this is yeah, we'll, there, I'm coming for you. I mean, we'll we'll compile a list and actually post it somewhere probably on the Patreon. And um, yeah, we definitely talked about our love for Star Trek. But where should she start? Like, I I feel like I want to say Next Generation, but if I do that, I'm going to have to make like a list of which episodes, and I don't even know which episodes to start uh, with. See, I don't know much Next Generation. I've seen them, but it's been a long time, and even recently I've seen some, but I, yeah, so I can't, I can't recommend that. I don't recommend starting at the beginning of Star Trek either, because it's... yeah. <laughs> you, you told era, me that too. It's just different. <laughs> you told me that I did. Little, I did yeah. it anyway, and yeah, like, this is rough. <laughs> it's real rough, and oof, so no. But, but, and, but I knew what I was getting into, so it was. Yeah, it's different for me. If you think you can handle it, you know, go go for it by all means. But it's it's rough because because it's just real rough, real rough. I'll, say, I'll even say it, that, and you'll see why. For next generation, Ooh. it's a little rough too in the beginning. Yeah, I tried to go back, and oh, I I don't. Oh, it's oh. so anyway. Um, I um. If you well, we'll start with series. Movies, oh, you um, okay? You want to start with the movies? Well, I say start with the movies because that's kind of what revitalized it for me and they're really good because they're done in like 2009 so or so um and then that'll get you interested in it and from there maybe go to next generation um i would save like the original series um for later when you're more invested (laughs) because like i said they're just they're just really rough and the style of TV is just a lot different than what we're used to now. And it's, it's not going to hold. It may not. Well, it may not hold you. Um, she is a fan of classics. Recommendation. Like things that it are, is, you know, well, things that are a bit a older. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I mean, for the time, you're right. For the you're time, right. Maybe, but I don't know, man, it's, I don't know. Yeah. If you decide, if you decide to go there, anyone listening, if you decide to go to the original series, just watch at your own risk. Know that it is pretty dry. Um, The storytelling mechanisms are just way different. Um, It's just a way different time. So just keep that in mind. I I would almost suggest to, because I'm pretty sure there's like a key episode that maybe if you're going to go into the older series to watch that and then I would say watch that then go watch Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan because a lot of people love that yes that's a good one at at least watching an episode gives you an idea of who these characters are and then you know that you're going to be jumping ahead like 20 years so you know they're older yeah and then you can kind of go from there because then you get to see you get to see the original characters in Wrath of Khan. So like you get to see Uhura, you get to see Captain Kirk, you get to see Spock, you get to see Bones. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to see the original characters, but it's in a much better like quality production. <laughs> much better right. story. So I, yeah, I, okay, I can see something. I just think you need a, or, a little, you know, introduction first. Like, okay, let's see them in their natural habitat and then age sure. them up. And then okay, you can go there. Fine. Yeah, you can do that. As okay. for the next generation, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of classic yeah, episodes, I and I, 
I couldn't name you any off the top of my head, but there are lists. I know there are lists that, that, you know, yeah, I've read them and I'm like, oh yeah, I do remember that episode. And some yeah. of them I've seen so many times just because it just happens to be on late at night. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And then, like I said, there's the movies, like there's the new ones, the ones that you just recommended, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that come out like 2009, but there's also the movies that the cast of like the next generation is in. Or there's even one I think called Generations. There's one called like First Contact. I think those were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got a lot to pick from, but that's I think that's where I would start. It was either no, yeah. Start where where Courtney said 2009 Star Trek, and if you like that one, I wow. I wanted to say to go ahead and watch Star Trek Into Darkness. But I'm a little apprehensive because if you're going to go back to watch the original series, like just pick an oh, episode yeah, and then watch Wrath of Khan. You get the same yeah. story. Kind well, of, yeah. um, kind of, but it is different and it is, well, you're right. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's why I'm <laughs> struggling because I, I didn't mean, mind it. A lot of people didn't like I liked it, but it. I didn't mind I saw it. That, I liked it. I saw that before I saw the original series or before I saw Wrath of Khan. And I like them both for different reasons. So, mm, I mean, it mm-hmm. didn't, I don't think it affected like me liking one over the other or anything like that. Cause I like them both equally for what they are. Um, it's like a different interpretation. But, so yeah. Yeah. It's a different interpretation. They looked, you know, obviously they look different, but you've got different people playing the characters. So it's a little different, but also didn't end differently. If I remember correctly, don't, don't it spoil it, but didn't it? Okay. Yeah. So, it did, Cause what, even though that, event happened like the whole wrath of Mm -hmm. Khan thing happened there was still Mm -hmm. another thing happening behind that and um yeah you're uh, right it's just a different interpretation and includes different things yeah so Mm. so yeah so so what is our final (laughs) what is our final recommendation on how to approach all this all the star trek universe i really think that trajectory sounds the best for me it's just the only points I can't nail down without further research is like picking an episode of probably both the original Star Trek and Next Generation. Because doing because I'm tr- I'm trying to find a way that's most accessible, and I don't know if those series are accessible elsewhere outside of Paramount Plus. And I, cause I would, I would totally recommend Star Trek Discovery, but that can only be found on Paramount Plus. And I don't really want her to go out and get the, to get the service unless she definitely wants to already do that. And, you know, so now I have to give my money back to Paramount, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But it, uh, there is a trial there's, uh, I just checked it's a week. So like seven day trial. So if you wanted there, if you wanted to get a trial just to see and then start with, Whichever one you were suggesting, then so so be it. But you know, if not, just find the find the movies somewhere if you can, or or get the trial and watch the two thousand nine movies, and go from there. <laughs> so yes, to recap, Star Trek two thousand nine, then watch an episode of the original series, watch an episode of Next Generation watch um star trek 2 the wrath of khan and then i mean if you're still on board at that point then i would say you can go anywhere you want to but i would say uh discovery 
uh, Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm. is a good one. And mm-hmm. um, oh man, there was there's definitely one because I feel like you ha- you have to one of the episodes would be for Next Generation is when Picard becomes a Borg because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's a real pivotal thing. Like especially if you you really start to like it, you can't mm-hmm. really get into Star Trek Picard, for example, without understanding oh, his oh, history okay. of being a Borg. So interesting. Don't say any more than that. I don't even know what that is. Right. Well, Picard was my captain. That that was the captain I grew gotcha. up with. He's my captain. So yeah. He was Picard before he was Xavier. So yeah, my captain. Even though, yes, Cisco was there. Black guy. Great. But yeah. That <laughs> you grew up with Picard. Yeah. So did right. I. So there's there's that. So yeah, that's that's what I would say to, to start with. And if you can't get to any one of those, then just jump ahead to the next thing. You'll catch on. You're very bright and intelligent. You'll figure it out. And then, but those are, those are definitely the recommendations in that order. And then if you like it, get back to us and then, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, and I'm just looking back at your email just to make sure I got everything. And I'm just going to say the things that interest us most, or I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you again, because a lot of the things are the same when it comes to sci-fi like some of the elements, if it involves time travel, definitely. If it involves space. Um, I mean, those are like two big things. A lot of times when I hear sci-fi, that's kind of what I think about. As long as those things are involved, like, yeah, I'm already on board. Time travel? Say less. I'm there. Yeah, I agree. I love anything time travel, space, all of that, which makes me want to recommend Doctor Who as well but that's a whole yeah. different we cannot we cannot start that conversation right now we can't we can't <laughs> there we do have an episode in the past um yeah I, mean, I don't remember how far along that was but and and that's something I've I've fallen off and need to kind of get back because I'm, I'm if I remember correctly my favorite doctor coming. I don't know about you're right I don't know if it's your favorite doctor but Tenet's supposed to be returning so yep Uh, we can't start this conversation though we can't we can't Um, so yeah let me just go ahead and close up this mailbag (laughs) thank you again so much Magdalena for that and again if you have any questions for us we'll do a I mean that took up more time than i thought it would but i mean you you scratched a a large surface and we still there's so much more we can dig under under that itch and um but yeah if you want to write us ask us questions and it doesn't even have to be with things that we even know about because if we don't know about it that's more fun um you can email us at indubpod at gmail.com and uh we will read your question or if you just want to say hi we'll read that too um We'll just get into the last things here. Do you already know what you might be grateful for today? <laughs> just, I'm just jumping into it. Um, yes, I am grateful. So I have said this before, but I'm very grateful for my husband, Daniel. Mm. Um, I'm married. If y'all know, <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a very quick, um, well, cause we've talked about it, but I don't know that I've ever, I don't know how often I've ever said that. So, um, well, I, I, yeah. I'm, la- I'm laughing because of how much you enjoy saying it. What my husband? <laughs> yes. See, and then, really and then the, even it. the way, even the way you said, "I'm married." <laughs> like I, I felt, I felt the 
flickering and fluttering of your eyelashes. Like mm-hmm. it was very like your microphones picked it up. So I heard it. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a whole story of how that came to be and how I'm like, married really? And then I was mm. like a whole married person. But yeah, I'm just grateful for him and and our journey and um the future. So so yeah. It's very nice. And um no, I'm not gonna talk about Ashley. I'm gonna talk about YouTube <laughs> and how I am yes. <laughs> I yes, I am very grateful for my wife as well. But we've talked about her. She's Stop she's had her time. In. You're right, right. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole podcast you can listen to about how much I love my wife. So it's called Love Blurds. That is the plug you're going to get there. Uh, I am grateful for YouTube tutorials, specifically for Adobe Audition, helping me become a better editor and things of that nature. So that way I can really feel confident charging you an arm and a leg to produce your podcast for you. So, you know, because, you know, I've got the skills. I'm good like that. I'm not really going to charge you an arm and a leg maybe just a pinky toe, whatever you can afford. So working on that. And a minor little, a bit of a shout out. I'm just going to say, what's up to Justin, my boss? I just want to, I've worked for a lot of people, a lot of different managers and supervisors, but mm-hmm. this guy is attentive, Um, really looks out for me. He hooked me up with some passes for movies because since I'm still a contracted employee, I do not have full access to all the benefits that regular folks do. So he took some time out of his schedule to circumvent that whole thing and was able to uh, allow procure some some discounted tickets for me. So it's nice. things like that that I appreciate. And I mean, he's just a generally good guy. Like we'll just stop in and talk about what we have for lunch or how to soothe the roof of your mouth after you burnt it with pizza knowing that you're <laughs> going to burn your mouth with pizza but mm-hmm. you still have to do it anyway and how do you remedy that sensation and i learned i later learned i think it's honey i think you need honey to do that so hmm. okay it's good to I know. Did not tell him yeah although i did have a little bone to pick with him because he was upset uh, for lunch, he had like a little bag of smart food popcorn and he was in there in the bathroom just washing his hands. I'm like, yeah, I just hate, you know, having that cheese residue. I'm like, excuse me, sir. That is the best part of having smart food popcorn. Yeah. So <sighs> sometimes you just have to put up with the pain, you know, when it comes to your food. I guess. Um, <laughs> recommendations. Uh, I'll go first this time. Okay. <laughs> so. And I was so excited by this because I had texted you immediately when it was finished. Although I did that actually for quite a few things, but you would think I'd be recommending uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, but Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to recommend a little, I'm going to call it a little known film because I knew little about it and only saw like one preview for it randomly. Mm -hmm. 3,000 Years of Longing starring Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sold this to my mother telling her about the movie that Idris Elba is practically naked throughout the whole thing. Oh, practically, okay. practically, oh, practically. I'll take it though. <laughs> um, yeah, you will. So um, he is a genie or a jinn. I'm sorry. He's a jinn. And it's basically just a story 
within or stories within a story because he's telling Tilda Swinton's character like a number of stories about love and just his longing for for love. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful story. It's from the director of Mad Max, which I've found to be interesting. But I mean, hey, you can have a whole um, different subset of like stories that you do. This is definitely in the world of fantasy. This is not sci-fi. And, but it's it's just a really beautiful story. Visually, it's told well. I, I really enjoyed watching these actors. Like just... Mm-hmm. It was it was great. It was really really nice and surprising. I knew very little about it, like I said, and just like yeah, I decided to watch it on a whim, and very pleasantly surprised. So I and I texted you immediately after it was over. I'm like, you've got to check this out. It's, I mean, you, Courtney, are a storyteller. I feel that is something that you would connect with the fact that stories are being told and the importance of these stories mm-hmm. being told. So, yeah. And plus it's a little bit of a different culture too. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely have put it on my list. It was on my list before, but like I said, it, <laughs> I was excited when I heard about it and then I saw the trailer and I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know about this <laughs> one, but, but to know that you watched it and really, really enjoyed it and now are recommending it. I think I'm going to have to bump it back yeah. <laughs> I'll have to bump it back up on the list, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go into your recommendation. I thought that's what you're talking about. But you're oh, talking about this no. one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm talking I'm so about sorry. yours. Yeah. Keep oh, up, man. Okay. Keep up. Okay. 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 <laughs> so yes, definitely bump it up on your list because, like, I and that, that's why I was saying, yeah, I'm recommending it for the podcast, but I'm also recommending it specifically for you because of just the storytelling nature of it all. Um. But since it, I still have the ball currently, I did want to recommend something that I, not that I wasn't going to, but like, you know what? I need to talk about it because this was amazing. Oh, by the way, 3,000 Years of Longing, also, I believe, on Paramount+. Plus. So there you have it. Nice. <laughs> but it, I believe it's also <laughs> on Amazon Prime, I think. Uh, you yeah, have multiple so ways to watch. You have, you have multiple ways of watching it, so... Try to catch it if you can, really. It's 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 good. Nice. But s- exclusively on Amazon Prime, actually, it's more freebie, which is Amazon's free. Oh, it's another fast channel, if you will. <laughs> um, a little sitcom called Primo. That is P-R-I-M-O, Primo. It's about a, I think they're Mexican. I think it's, I think it's a Mexican family. It's this teenage boy who has who lives with his single mom and mm-hmm. five uncles, five of them. Oh, okay. They and all five of them are idiots, but they love <laughs> okay. him. It's full of love, and okay, not all five of them live with him. Uh, one of them actually is married and has a, has his own family, but he's with all of them all the time. So, okay. But the cast of characters, it's great. It's hilarious. Uh, I was in a chat group and we we didn't even talked about that we watched the show until I kind of brought it up one day. It's like, hey, have you guys watched the show Primo? And they're like, oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, I love it. And then we just started <laughs> talking about our favorite episodes. There's only eight of them. Sadly, we need a second season, Pronto. And it only came out like a week ago, like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. But okay. if you were going to watch, I mean, watch every episode. It's a, it's a quick and easy, low stakes watch. But if mm-hmm. you had to pick one episode, watch the cookout episode. 
I think that one, okay. we're calling it an instant classic. Uh, but watch every episode because every uncle gets their time to shine, but you really get to also see how idiotic they can be. So yeah. but it's, oh, it is hilarious. It is a great show. So <laughs> check it out. Nice. 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 Uh, your recommendation? I recommend a a docu series, a, a four part docu series, um, found on Amazon Prime called "Shiny Happy People." Um, it's about essentially it follows the Duggar family, um, which is a you know Michelle and Jim Bob Duggar out of Arkansas. <laughs> who have I think, 19 kids. I don't know how many they have now, but I think they have 19 kids. Um, but basically uh, covering a little bit of their story and, and the, um, the, um, the program or, or the belief system that they have. Um, mm-hmm. And so it goes, it goes into their belief system, but also um, how harmful it is, honestly. So it is a very great, I think it's a great documentary. It can be quite triggering because there's a lot of um, child um, abuse, sexual abuse that gets covered. Um, because if you're not aware, the oldest, oldest Duggar child um, was recently arrested, I think this year or maybe end of last year, but was arrested on child pornography charges and so yeah so he so that's it covers a lot of that plus some other abuses that have been uncovered from the movement that the Duggars were really really entrenched in um it talks a lot about um just other people from other um families that have been hurt by the movement and how harmful it is and that the fact that it's kind of still around, it's not as prominent because of the downfall of the Duggars, but anyway, it's just a very good movie or a rather documentary. It's worth a watch. If you can, if you're in a space to take it, if not, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just very insightful, very interesting. If you're into that sort of thing, it doesn't have anything to do with crimes or murders or things like that, but it does talk a lot about abuse sexual abuse of children and adults. Mm. So just kind of take that as a warning. But if you can handle it, if if you're in a space to be able to watch that, then it is is very interesting. Yeah. And I, re- I recommend I, it. I found another kind of like similarity to it where like, oh, this is this could be this could be another reason why like you kind of gravitate to her or towards it and that being it basically being like a cult and specifically mm-hmm. Scientology which they mm-hmm. did name check at one point because I did watch it um, yeah and because yeah I saw a lot of similarities to Scientology which is a big topic between Courtney and I we've discussed that several times on and off the pod so yeah there's a lot of that and just people using the Bible in malicious ways manipulating it to their own manipulation abuse yeah really really in insidious ways um but yeah i think it's uh, hey thank you i'm a writer but (laughs) but yes i think um that's probably my draw to it is the cult aspect because i have a weird fascination with cults 
they're just very interesting, like how people um, buy into them and how they um, base their lives and um, relationships and everything off of these belief systems. It's just pretty interesting to me. But um, yeah, so you get a lot of that here. And it's very interesting because the Duggars are officially um, Baptist, but they go into a deeper teaching called... um, I think it's International Basic Life Principles or IBLP. Mm. And anyway, they go into that more in, in the doc series. So, um, yeah, if you're into cults, if you're into religious stuff like that, then go for it. But again, it does go, um, it does touch on a lot of really triggering things potentially. Mm-hmm. So just just take care of yourselves and don't don't engage if it's harmful. Yeah, if you feel like you just need to tap out, then, you know, do that. Just tap out, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think it was, not that uh, it was enough to make me want to, but I do know of people that, like, oh, yeah, this this is not something I would recommend for them specifically. But, yeah, yeah, it was, but it it was a enlightening look because I had heard of the Duggards, but I never really knew who they were. And then, like, oh, oh, oh. So, yeah, it was... uh, quite a watch and it was a little weird for me because i don't know why but on my prime it started with episode four because the other the first three episodes had already been watched and i checked mm-hmm. with ashley she oh. hadn't watched it maybe so. it's me i think we're still tied anyway we'll have to talk about that <laughs> it's okay me. interesting oh all right Sorry. i'm like and it, it started and i didn't know it started with the fourth episode till it was already over and i'm like that was oh. a really weird documentary because uh, i'm like why are they playing music a fourth of it yeah, why are they playing all this music throughout? Like, this is too much overproduction. And mm-hmm. who are these people? Who are they talking about? And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> then I went back and like, oh, okay, this is the real start. And then I got into it and then I was getting upset. And <laughs> But, you know, yeah. I was upset about what was happening. I wasn't like, you know, physically just I needed to leave the room. But it did make things very uncomfortable. But, I mean, I also need to see things out. Like, hey, it was justice served here. So, are, are, is yeah. this still going on? And it's it's sad. It's sickening how it people can be it manipulated is. in this way. So, yeah, it, it's it is. There's a lot of sadness to it. There's a lot of. I, I think it ends in a good way, um, but it is it it can be a really hard watch. So again, I cannot stress enough. This is my recommendation for the week, and I enjoy watching it. But if you are affected or know someone who's affected by these um topics and and it might affect you in a very negative way please do not engage with the like find a cliff nose version if you need to know what's going on with it or dm me or something but yeah take care of yourself don't don't watch it if it's triggering for you right right same thing if you're you know yeah just yeah there's just many many and i i told texted you earlier like hey we could we could go into a deep dive about this in in a separate episode so hey if you are interested and want to know more of our thoughts again email us let us know Mm. and Mm -hmm. we'll you know tackle it how how we do but that does it for this episode of the Indu podcast again we thank you so much for listening we thank you like special thanks to magdalena for giving us a huge chunk of this episode uh thank you Thanks again to AJ and, and Hecklefish and all the fine people over at the Y Files. In case we've grabbed any of their viewers, thank you for checking us out and listening to us. Um, okay. And you have any 
what is it? Shout it, not shout outs. You all shout outs and plugs and things of that nature. Nope. Asus, <laughs> no. Okay. I thought you were poking your head out nope. a little bit, but maybe not. Okay. You can find nope. me at, at all things <laughs> at Indube. Go to Indube.com. You can find the Patreon there. You can find the store and all the good things and happy things. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by and pressing play. Please remember to wash your feet, your legs, the undersides of your dishes. Please tell someone that you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, T. Storming Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd fall off. Henceforth and forevermore. And the church said, Amen. Amen, indeed. And I remembered all of that this time. Oot. Good job. I'm so proud know. of you. Oot? What is that? I don't say that. Woot is what I meant to say. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com, Patreon.com slash Indube, and of course, merch over at Public. Email us your Ask Indube questions, comments, or just say hi at IndubePod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the descripts. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time.